this time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Reefer Madness, the musical. Uh, there's not a tagline, because Showtime did it. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hot Lanta. And I'm afraid for Chris's safety. Also, I'm Troy. I'm going to try to violently consume him. Well, you know, have you been have you been smoking the reefer? Uh probably because not. This movie taught me lots of things about reefer. Wink. Yeah. This factually accurate movie. This was yes. a documentary, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. That explained all the singing. You can tell it's real because Jesus was there. Yep. Yes. I mean, to be fair, my wife does like to sing little songs about whatever she's doing or whatever's going on at times. So it is kind of like living in a musical. So, yeah, it felt real to life for me. IRL dog. Mm-hmm. IR baboon. Ha! We were talking about that a minute ago. <laughs> the 90s. Yeah. So, we watched a third of a other movie, and then we watched Reefer Madness. Yeah. yeah. Mistakes were made. <laughs> a mistake was made. <laughs> Chris is unapologetic. By a yeah. particular party. I regret nothing. No regrets, man. Except for starting this podcast. I think yeah. you regret that. Well, yeah. I've been regretting that for a now. long time. Don't <laughs> stop us now. We're having such a good time. I don't know what this. Oh, that's Queen. Oh, I don't know. All I know is Bohemian Rhapsody and the Bicycle Song. Uh, which I have issues with the Bicycle Song because he says he doesn't like Star Wars. I never caught that part. I just know it's about a bicycle. Hmm. Yes, hmm. and I want those fat bomb girls to get on those bicycles and ride. I've only read about that song in books. Oh, wait. Mm. I feel like we need Brett to listen to Queen. <laughs> yeah. You got to get up on things. Get up on yeah. things with 30-year-old music. Up on things. If almost 50-year-old music, Chris. Yep. I don't know how Queen time debuted works. in 1990. Yep. <laughs> That's right. When the first Queen yeah. song came they out. They opened for Metallica. Ever. They opened for Nirvana, didn't they? Yeah. They're my favorite grunge band. <laughs> Straight out of Seattle, they were. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, Chris Cornell, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. All grunge legends. Dog, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You gotta give Freddie Mercury credit because he didn't want to, you know, steal all their thunder. Wasn't he the bass player from Pearl Jam? Yeah. Yeah, he gave all their th- he gave all of his thunder to ACDC instead. They struck it. Yep. Nerds. <laughs> Quit uh, playing with your small torch and read your book. Yes, Chris. How does the movie start, Chris? Uh, well, it starts in black and white times. Yep. Yes. Olden days. Nineteen thirty-six. And a bunch of uh, 
parents are getting together to watch a film. An educational film about the dangers of marijuana. Yeah. And uh, in case you wasn't, you know, a parent, this is a musical. In case you wasn't. Yep. I wasn't a parent. I wasn't. I am a parent. Me also was not a parent. And uh, I, know, I saw a picture on Facebook the other day, Brett, that kind of disproves that. Which one? Uh, about a dance. Oh. That was when me and my little stepdaughter went to the father-daughter dance. And yeah. I look like a giant person from a cartoon. <laughs> well, because you kind of are a giant person from a cartoon. Oh, yeah. That explains that. <laughs> I mean, if any one of us was going to be a giant person from a cartoon, it would be you. Do you like my sick old school burial suit that I got from the Goodwill? <laughs> yeah, it was nice. You rocked it well. I did. So, yeah, so let's all talk about this is the uh, Facebook picture. No more talking about me peopling. <laughs> I'm Hot Lana. Shit, fucking all that. All that indeed. Swear <laughs> words and drinking. Mm-hmm. So they're, uh... and sick burns. I do like death metal and sick burns. What? Anyway. So they're all learning about the evils of marijuana. From the government official. Yeah. That that has shown them the that he's talking to them. It played by Alan Cumming, which is hilarious to me. And they're uh, they're singing song a song all about the the evils of marijuana. Yeah, it's gonna turn your children into something and whores. Yeah, I don't remember exactly thieves, but then zombies and whores. I oh, think. I'm so sorry, zombies and whores. Because like the the kids all like so they they have like the parent the parents pull out the pictures of their little their kids that they have in their wallets and then like they show the kids morphing into zombies and like jump scaring inside the pictures and then the kid zombie kids start like crashing through the windows and it kind of gets like thriller-esque except for the music is not as good and it doesn't have vincent price at the end no the dust of a thousand years. Everything is better with Vincent Price at the end. Yeah. Especially sex. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Is this a recording? I, I don't <laughs> know. That's that's a deep cut. What? I, know. <laughs> I, I do hope this is a recording, though. Yeah, it looks like it. The- yeah, are you recording it correctly since we started watching the right movie? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Chris has had issues today, apparently. I didn't hit him hard enough when I got here at first. Yeah, I didn't, didn't reset him. <laughs> Next time I know to hit him harder. <laughs> so, uh... We start with the movie in a movie. Yes. Oh, also apparently set in 1936-ish? Yeah. And it's about the Harper Affair. 1936 and a half. That, the tragic Harper Affair. Yeah, and we meet up with uh, young young Jimmy. Jimmy Harper, yep. The kid in a hat. And he's sweet yeah. on Mary. Kirsten, Mary Lane. Kirsten yeah. Bell. Yes. 
Kirsten Bell, sister to Kristen Dunst. Kirsten. And, uh, you know, they're living their uh, 1930s lifestyle. Living their best life. They're gee golly willikering around and gosh, gosh darn it's and all Boy, if it wasn't just swell. It was was very swell. Yeah, and they're very sweet on (laughs) each other. Swell. No, he's not swole, though. But meanwhile, on the other side of town... He's very small. (laughs) On the other side of town is Madam Somebody's house. The Reefer Den. And a gas tire. Yeah, I thought at first it was Catherine Hahn. I get them mixed up also. I was like, oh, is that Agatha from WandaVision? No, it is not. Remember, I think Catherine Hahn, I think the... uh... The brother and the sister-in-law from Step Brothers. Uh, see, I think of um, what was it? The bad parent? Was it bad parents? Bad moms. Bad moms. Yeah. I think of nothing. <laughs> You're always yeah. thinking of nothing. Chris's mind. You see, Kath- yeah, that's the Catherine Hahn is the is the is the key phrase to wipe Chris's mind. <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. Chris, not it's my reverse Manchurian candidate phrase. Instead of activating me, it deactivates me. Yeah, you're like River. You're like River Tam in uh, Serenity. Now I don't remember anything. (laughs) It's probably for the best. Who are you people? Is this my home? (laughs) Why are you on my computer? (laughs) So uh, that's why Chris records the podcast is so he can remember after he gets wiped. All you need to know is to read what's in front of you. Yeah. Just just keep just keep re-listening to the podcast every time you get wiped. Just read the synopsis word for word as <laughs> fast as possible. <laughs> that's what we always do with the podcast. Yep. No, yes, that's exactly what we do. And go. No way. <laughs> I don't remember how to read. <laughs> Guess. Uh, uh, but I know that a little, little Jimmy Harper needs to help uh, Mary Lane with her Romeo and Juliet homework because she knows doesn't even know how to say prologue properly. Yeah. Which they somehow worked into a, they worked into a joke with Montague and prologue wordplay and I was like that's actually kind of impressive. I mean, it's not a fantastic joke, but I was like, still, like, well done. Yeah, they put their effort into it. Yeah. And uh, they they head down to the malt shop or whatever. Let's go yeah. to the hop. For uh, a musical number. A sock hop. Where they, they dance about how they're dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and the musical numbers dancing dance. range from... Okay to intolerable. <laughs> yeah. And this was more on that scale. From passable um, to awful. But you find out that Nev Campbell is the lady who serves malts at the malt shop. She's a real soda jerk. I thought we were watching yep. Scream all of a sudden. Can't verify. Yeah. I mean, there's worse things to watch. Look out. It's Nev Cramble. <laughs> Scream the musical. But, uh, Nev Scramble, the ne'er do well guy, yeah, the guy, wings, yeah, wings. 
weird pull, but that's actually how I think of him. Yeah, I mean, that's where the first place I encountered him ever, so that's who he is to me. He's the goofy brother from Wings. And uh, he's going around, and his his whole deal is he gets the kids hooked on the reefer, on the devil's lettuce. Yes. Because then he can uh, make that sweet, sweet reefer money. Wait, like yes. the long-haired guy from Wings? Yes. Weird. Yeah. Okay, ha. <laughs> My brain's hurt now. Uh, when you said that, because I, I've, I haven't seen that in you know a couple of decades, so mm-hmm. I had to pause on that one. Then I was like, nah. But yeah, go ahead. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I had I had one of those thoughts. <laughs> I had I to mean, stop not, for a second. Not the it's not Lowell the mechanic guy. Lowell the mechanic guy, but he's the goofy the goofy brother to Tim Daly's like straight laced brother. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of the right person. You are. Yeah. And uh, he offers dance lessons to uh, Jimmy so he can impress Mary. Was that, a, was Mary, that what you did back in the day? Is that how you lured kids in by offering them dance lessons? Yeah. I mean, you when you teach them to dance jazz, you have to give them jazz cigarettes. Yeah. It's free form, baby. Free bass. Well, we did learn in this movie that <clears throat> marijuana slows down your perception of time so that you can squeeze more grace notes into your music. And that's why people who play jazz smoke weed. And apparently it also makes women rip open their shirts. Among other things. Uh, yeah, like being... Well, I'm the jazz specifically yeah. makes women, wa- women walking by you while you play them come over to you and then rip open their shirts. Yeah, from my n- personal experience, jazz does not have that effect on anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me rip open my shirt. I mean, I've ripped open my shirt, but it's to put it in my ears so I don't have to hear any more jazz. <laughs> yeah, most people watching jazz is, what is this crap? <laughs> Why is somebody hurting that cat with a baby? Oh, speaking of babies. Yep. We're at the at- reefer den. Yeah. Where we meet up with. Uh, W shirt man. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, we'll just call him Bootleg Pluto. Kramer. Yeah, this is like a match between Kramer and Bobcat Goldthwait. I was thinking Kramer and Jim Belushi's character from uh, Animal House. I was thinking Kramer and uh, the guy from Kramer? Ghostbusters Two. Ah. Oh, yeah, I can uh, see that. Nickel? Yeah. Dragon Slayer. Yes. Okay. Oh, there's too many words to make a name out of that. Peter McNichol. No, all the other movies and references that we make to build the names off of. Kramer and everyone else. Kramer et al. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, he's he's there. also blonde lady. Yeah. Who has a a baby. She's real bad at parent. And having, and standing or walking or moving. Because she although falls did, on everything. Although before the before the sock hop dance number, there was Anna Gasteyer's song about how um, she likes the stuff, and that uh, CD guy, Weefer Man, has the stuff, and also at some point opens up the windows and belts out the words "rapes me." Yeah, and everyone on the street just goes. What? 
<laughs> and she's always got like a stake on her eye or or something else because he obviously is committing domestic abuse upon her. Yeah. Repeatedly. But, but, but he's got the stuff, so she stays with him. Yeah. And they uh they all kind of team up and trick him into smoking his first reefer cigarette. Yep. Which causes and him to have a hallucination. Is this the um the hula party? Yeah, the hula party orgy thing. Yes, where everyone's clothing has some kind of pot leaf symbol on it. Which is pretty funny. It's because when you smoke pot, you hallucinate pot leaves on everything that you see. Yeah. What well, we did learn from this movie that marijuana has the effects of heroin, alcohol, cocaine, LSD, and <laughs> some Spanish kind of fly. Spanish fly. Yeah. Yeah, the good stuff does. <coughs> and it's way worse than heroin. Yeah. And uh, after the, the one hit and his hallucination freak out, old Jimmy, <laughs> he's a full-blown reefer maniac now. Yeah, he's hooked on it. He's stumbling around the school, dropping his books. Um, he's blonde kiss- lady lights her baby's bassinet on fire. She had to put it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kisses uh, Mary with tongue. Oh, yeah. Like some he kind of showers- deviant. Audibly. He showers with his mom and kind of implies like he's going to have sex with her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look like he wasn't not going to. (laughs) He had a a leering grin on his face. Impossible erection. Yeah. Um, What else is he doing? (laughs) Regular marijuana stuff. Yeah, you know, just your usual marijuana based (laughs) activities. Yeah. Yeah, but she hasn't seen him for a while, but she apparently has been reading her Shakespeare. Um, see, what else What else goes on in this movie? Um, well, then there's like the, it's just a montage of him doing reefer stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's her head? Mary goes to pray for him at the church oh, as yeah. he tries to rob the church. Yeah, he, him and Kramer at all. Um Rob the, you know, try to rob the church. And then that's and, a musical number. Yeah, there's the musical number with Jesus and the scantily clad angels. Because my wife was like, okay, I can understand, like, in the, the weed toga party, why why they're scantily clad. She's like, why are the angels basically naked? Yeah, the only difference between a reefer party and a Jesus party is uh, white. Like, that backgrounds yeah yeah like yeah uh, it's the same thing essentially but with crosses instead of pot leaves and it wasn't blue and purple it's got a different color palette that's about it yeah no the first one was right whenever you smoke pot you go off to the land of blue and purple and there's some kind of horrifying toga party but uh both women and men try to have sex with you almost constantly yep and uh but Jimmy doesn't repent his ways and Chris continues to, me, to reefer up. Him. Yep. And is this when Blondie uh, doesn't have to take care of her baby anymore? Yes. Has she yeah. sold her slightly burnt baby for drugs? Yeah. 
to some Chinese man. And, and during like every now and then, like Alan Cummings character stops the movie and like implies that someone who does not a hundred percent approve of this movie is somehow un-American. Like the guy with the last name of Kaczynski. And he's like, Oh, is that Russian? And, and the guy's like, well, actually it's Polish and you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, Oh, well that's great. I'm sure you and your comrades would love you know, our great people. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, it's like McCarthyism writ large. It's great. And then during like the the scene, like where the 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 it's implied that the Chinese man who bought the baby is going to eat the baby. The woman of Asian descent among the parents just like sinks down in her seat so that no one can see her. Yeah. Like, oh yes, racism. Ha ha. Hilarious. If it wasn't for marijuana, none of that stuff would happen. That's right. And uh so Jimmy's referring it up. Decides to steal his girlfriend's car one night. Yep. Where him and Blondie go out. And they're gonna make it get the baby back. Yeah. And they're gonna go some baby back ribs. They're gonna but instead, they decide to try to do it in a moving car. Well, because they each take a hit off of the the marijuana cigarette, and apparently that that causes them to want to just start performing coitus in a co- car that they are driving immediately. Yes, and then they hit a guy. Yes, it's so weird when you smoke pot by yourself. <laughs> you masturbate furiously. You just have to start going to town just right now as soon as you get that first smell. You're like, oh, sweet lord. <laughs> I got to well, do we'll get it. To that. We'll get to that actually in a little bit um, as to what happens if uh, you, you smoke marijuana and there's no one to, to sex around. Um, I mean, yes, they hit the man. What? Yeah, they hit the man. The blonde's like, he shouldn't have tried to jump up over the top of our car. <laughs> yeah. What was he thinking? Yeah. Uh, and she just wanders off because she can't be seen here. Yeah. She nopes and out. Yeah, and then a cop comes out of the darkness is like, "Hey, what's going on?" And Jimmy jumps back into the uh, into the car and drives it off back to Mary Lane's house. And he starts to sing a song to himself about how much he loves Mary Jane, but then he realizes that he truly loves Mary Lane. Yeah. Whoa, dude! It was some intense wordplay. Yeah, and then so he like gets her to come outside by throwing a rock at her window pane and he's going to give her her his class ring but he can't get it off his finger yeah his fingers is like, too fat yeah cuz he's been eating he's been really hungry lately and uh yeah and then so but they decide they're going to go run off together yeah but he can't bring himself to do it so he's just going to run off without her yeah, because they want to ruin her life with his referness. Yeah, or his but, refer. No, his his seedy history of running people over with cars. <coughs> yeah, his vehicular homicides. Yeah, and so he's gonna he's getting ready to get into the car, and then shows up uh, Wings. Yeah, and Wings is like, "Hey, man, Massy, the cops are looking for you. You better not rat me out. So you have to come back with me to the reefer den." And he's like, no more reefer cigarettes, man. That's what got me into this whole mess. And he's like, no, yes, more reefer cigarettes for more mess. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, 
no, I will not have your reefer cigarettes. He's like, oh, well, how about a brownie? Yeah. And that was, I don't know, that may have been the most realistic marijuana edible I've ever seen in my whole life. You could tell that it was an edible because it was bursting with visible pot. Yeah. Just like real edibles. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you know the edible's good when the marijuana grows out of it. You can just see the shit coming out of it. You need to get at least two or three. Yeah, I gave you my private recipe for <laughs> pot brownies. You take some pot and a brownie and a hammer. <laughs> and you just smash the weed right into that thing with a hammer. And then you just form back into the shape of a brownie and eat yeah. that bitch and you're you're ready to go. Or you just take a brownie, you plant some pot seeds in it, <laughs> put it like on a little heat like one of those seedling heater mats. Oh, the, you gotta incubate it. That's why ours never work. Yeah, you gotta let the you gotta let the marijuana sprout a little bit so it just starts to burst forth from the brownie, and then you eat it. Because mm. yeah, you have to that, let the seed germinate, or else it'll, it'll make you sterile. I really want at least half of that edible. That thing looked great. I don't know because apparently it instantaneously causes you to hallucinate cartoon musical numbers, so that's weird. Um, I mean, yes. I'm okay with that. Hotlanta may not like the musical part of it. Oh, every time I've had an edible, you immediately have just straight up full blown cartoon hallucinations. Yeah, with or wow. without music. Sometimes. That not an answer, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, the, 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 actually, what happened was you just ate a bunch of pot brownies and watched Hamilton. Or Ren and Stimpy, but yes. I'm just trying to imagine how long Hamilton would feel. Well, time does slow down. It's already like three hours long. (laughs) You can finally understand uh, Lafayette, though, uh, during uh, the Battle of Yorktown. Or no, right-hand man, I'm sorry. Oh, well, since it's that one, then it's... uh, Yes. Making, so, uh, red, making those red coats redder with blood stains. Yeah. See, I'm into that. All right. So, Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton confirmed for next episode. Uh, <laughs> ah, Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Wings uh, gets Jimmy back to the reefer den. Yep. But Mary follows. Well, they get. They get Jimmy back three for den. They give him, he is a, like he humps the arm of the couch. Yeah, he humps the pillar on the side of the the end the doorway the walkway from the living room to the dining room. He's humping Blondie's leg like a dog. Yeah, humps Blondie. Whatever leg. he can, his... whatever he can put it on, he's putting it on it. Yeah, but then Blondie drags him upstairs so that they can. Uh, work out their marijuana desires. Yeah, as Mary's knocking on the door because she's looking for Jimmy. Yeah. And Kramer et al. is like, ho, oh, There's somebody sweet here for me. And uh, he basically tricks her into taking a reefer hit. Which turns her into a dominatrix. And then the realistic portrayal of marijuana begins. (laughs) Yeah. Latex clothing just appears out of nowhere. 
That's my least yeah. favorite kind of marijuana when it turns you into a dominatrix out of nowhere. That's very unpleasant for me. <laughs> I don't like that kind. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes it's good to explore uh, explore. I mean, roles, yeah, but it's not uh, cool yeah. to. I don't. I don't like just being a dominant. It was well, not like you, you don't change genders. You just have the clothes on and. Well, if you're dominatrix, yes, you would have to be a female dominator. Oh, I got to get stronger pot then. I'm not smoking it right. Yeah. I'll work on that. Have you tried smashing it into a brownie with a hammer? We already <laughs> talked about that, and clearly, yes. <laughs> Remember I cartooned? But the best part is, is she, like, like scares him. Yeah. He was all like, and- I'm going to refer her up. Oh no! I referred her up. Yeah, <laughs> and I love the the hallucination where she like brands his ass with S and M. Yeah. So that was pretty good, um, but then she does end up just writing him on the floor uh, violently while he like tries to just not get injured. I think she was riding his belly button. Well, you know, maybe he's got an Audi. That's how you do it. She did throw a wicked ovo right into his face, though. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Jimmy comes down, yep. and he's incensed. It wasn't like he was upstairs banging the blonde girl or anything. Yeah, definitely not. No. It totally was. Act natural. And him and uh, Kramer at all get into a fight. And as Wings shows up. Yeah, Wings is like, Jesus Christ, people, can we keep it down in here so the cops don't show up? And he brandishes his uh, pea shooter. Yeah. Bean shooter. Whatever. It was called. Don't whatever me. Too late. I'll smoke pot and violently eat you. <laughs> we haven't gotten <laughs> to the eating yet. Oh, and- bath salt's also something that marijuana does. Marijuana does bath salts? Yeah. Well, it, it mimics the effect. Whoa! <laughs> it's everything at once. And, uh... The Wings tries to break up everything by pulling a gun. There's a struggle for the gun. And Mary gets shot. Oh, man, I wish I knew Chicago better. Because there's a song about a struggle and, like, shooting someone in self-defense. Yeah, that's fair. Chris probably knows more Chicago than all of us. Well, that's not much. That he is. knows all that jazz and the and yeah. the jail block tango. No, he's definitely talking about the bad Chicago. Oh, okay. I am. I was thinking the musical. You Chicago. weren't. Ah, yeah. And uh, he basically Jimmy gets knocked out in the struggle. Mary gets shot. He convinces yeah. Jimmy that he shot Mary as the cops burst into the scene mm-hmm. to take him and off they, to jail. Yes. Where uh, Alan Cummings lets us know that uh, reefer in prison makes you a homosexual. Yeah, it makes you love men. It makes you love men the way you would w- love women on the outside of the prison walls. Yeah. There's a drop the soap bit. Yes. Hilarious. Well, there's a, yeah, there's yeah, the bit where the guy the the prisoner grabs Jimmy's soap 
holds it up in front of him and then just drops it. Very subtle. Yes. And then Jimmy like slowly like just sinks down into the middle of a circle of men. Yeah. And uh Kramer at all. Thank you for the he's, and all. He's, he's uh, a little guilty. Yeah. He's reefed up. He feels bad about what's happened. He starts kind of having a little freak out. But it's not a psycho Billy freak out. No, it's just a regular. It's a psycho Billy freak out. Reefer freak out. Just your garden variety, violent reefer induced hallucinations of ghosts. Yeah, I don't smoke like, psycho Billy. Talking, those, I don't like those freak outs. Talking scarecrows. Yeah. And it's, I suppose it's the ghosts of all the reefer kids they made. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, like hands come up out of the, the dirt and claw at him, and no fingers go into his butt, though, and break off. True. Yeah, he didn't have very good stuff then. And, uh, yeah, it was a poultry geist level of uh, hands coming out of the ground. And nope. Mary's there, and Mary's now like uh, Satan's concubine? Something like that. And uh, he's totally freaking out. He's got a super bad case of the munchies. And he's running around being crazy. So uh, Wings and uh, the lady. And I guess Madam Gastire. Yeah, they go to get some food for him. Which took like six hours or some crazy shit. Yeah, with the Chipotle. They gotta maybe have to make it in front of you. It happens sometimes. And by the time they get back, he's uh, taking care of his munchies. By taking the blonde upstairs and hacking her into pieces. Yeah. And edifying her. Yes. And then uh, Wings is like, well, uh, I guess uh, probably should shoot him. Yep, shoots him in one leg. Yeah. And then the other leg. Yeah. And he finally falls over. But then he tries to get back up, so he shoots him in the chest. <laughs> Twice. The other chest. <laughs> the second chest. <laughs> and then... That's what happens when you smoke just enough pot, you have two chests. Yep. Your left chest and right chest. And then he he dies eventually. Yeah. And then uh, Madam Westerhead, she starts seeing the, the Reefer Kid ghosts. Because now she's racked with guilt. Yeah, because she had the chance when the cops show up to be like, oh, no, 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 it was Wings who shot him, not Jimmy. But Wings was like, I will beat the shit out of the giving her like signs like I will fucking kill you if you do not do what I tell you to. And so she did. Yeah. And she tries to get Wings to, you know, straighten up. Let's leave all this behind. You know, things have gotten out of hand. And he's like, nah, I'm going to shoot you now. But he's out of bullets. So she uh, bludgeons him to death with a garden hoe. Yes. Like you do. Yeah. Death by hoe. And is uh, now covered in blood. But. But. Turns out. That according to the bloody newspaper that she's wrapping his heart in, 
the president will be in town at exactly 6 p.m. to see some sick child. So she is going to go to the president and plead Jimmy's case. Because it was 6 p.m. just right now. Yeah, on the dot. How convenient. There's a. Didn't they like look at the paper and the clock about 16 times? Yeah. Wasn't that the, the S- bit? Subtlety. Yes. That's a realistic portrayal of marijuana. And there's a there's a pretty good bit where Alan Cummings is like, and you know, the reefer gives you superhuman strength and agility and dexterity, but unfortunately, she is not high right now. <laughs> As she tries to like hip toss a dude, and the dude just punches her in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You lose all of your super strength until you smoke some more. Yes. And she uh. So we're not going to flip a car. Yeah. One-handed. It's the PCP part of uh, marijuana you're always hearing about. Yep. (laughs) And she manages to uh, get get to the president, and she's like, hey, man, uh, reefers and stuff, and he's a good kid. And the president's like, okay. So they head to the uh, prison. Where Jimmy is in the electric chair, which is just, like, in the common area of the prison, which I thought was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and they're getting ready to flip the switch as the president shows up. And I guess he just pardons him because the blood-coated woman said so? Well, I mean, that's if it's good enough for her, it's good enough for me. I guess. And they sing a little song. Let let Jimmy go. They head back to the uh, reefer den. And uh, they hack up all the reefer plants in the backyard, set them all on fire, which causes the devil to lose his powers on Earth. <laughs> Yo. And uh, it turns Mary from the caveman hostage into an angel. Oh. Yes, that really happened. I mean, I'm not I'm not making that up. I don't know why they had her dress as a caveman, but uh, because, because of the pot, Chris. Hello. Oh, right, reefer. Got it. Yes. But then she ascends to heaven. Damn dog. And they let her in, complete with Jesus and the bikini girls. That's my uh, my Susie and the Banshees cover band. <sighs> That's pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, the bikini girls. then all the parents watching the movie join forces with the people in the movie in the movie, and they sing a song and have a bonfire and scare the African-American family because there's a bunch of white guys with torches running through the center of town, <laughs> which was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, were they tiki torches? <laughs> it was hard to tell. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Then there's a musical number about how, uh, you know, we should manipulate people to do our bidding. Sounds American to me. Yeah. With pot. And then uh, Alan Cummings drives away, satisfied that he has taken advantage of anyone, everybody's inherent fears and ignorance to further his agenda. 
There we go. That sounds American to me. USA. USA. <laughs> and the that's... The best part is that, is that the next inauguration, Alan Cummings is going to have everyone arrested, and he's going to be inaugurated as the next president of the United States. I'd be into that. Despite being Scottish. I'd still be into it. And that's Reefer Madness the Musical. Fuck the police. Woo. So, Hotlanta, ah. what are your thoughts on this film? Well, the most of that we watched was pretty good. I probably would have liked it less if I would have seen all the songs. Heard. But, both. uh, yeah, both. You see them and hear them. Uh, no, I liked it. It was marijuana humor that appeals to me. It was, uh, the old school Reefer Madness is also fun to watch, but for different reasons. I suppose, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just, you know, looking at it just as a movie or whatever, it was okay. Kristen Bell's pretty funny. <clears throat> yeah, it was all right, I guess. A ringing endorsement. Yeah. So is it is it lit fam or Nabra? Uh, half lit, I guess. Okay. Insightful. Smoked a lot of watching this because it was reefer madness. So you got to. That's right. It's to be expected. Is it me? Do I go? Is it me? Ha. <laughs> Shut up. What do you think? Uh, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, it's entertaining enough. The songs are, like I said, the songs range from fine to why is this even in the movie? Uh, a little long. Some, some of the stuff, especially the music numbers when they're not really hitting... There didn't need to be a four and a half minute musical number in the malt shop. That didn't need yeah. to happen. Oh, we did miss Nev Tango, Nev uh, Campbell Tango Wing with uh, wings. Yeah, Campbell. I think if they would have cut it down a little bit, like just cut, if they would have cut out a couple of the songs that were just mediocre, I think it would have been fine. This thing's pushing two hours almost. I think it's like especially. A, Especially with the commercials from, like, the free-to-watch channels. Yeah. It's a little long. It's a little heavy-handed, but it's it's got some pretty good bits. There's some good jokes. When the songs are, are working, they're, they're suitably catchy. And it's, it's fine. I'd say maybe watch it once. But also, don't lose any sleep if you don't find the time in your schedule for it. It's, uh, yeah, it's fine. What do you say, Troy? I enjoyed it overall. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some there's some slow parts, but I think overall it was enjoyable. Um, I would never, I mean, I would, in 2005 when this was made, I would never have guessed that Kristen Bell could sing and dance as well as she does. Um, I mean, I know now from like Frozen that she can sing. I had never seen her dance before, so that was fun. Um, like Nev Campbell, I'm not sure why she was in this movie exactly, except for I think someone knew she could really dance. 
So they had her do that tango number with wings. Um, uh, overall, I think it's a, it's a fun satire. It's a heavy-handed satire, but then again, Reefer Madness was so fucking wacky to begin with that like you kind of need to get even wackier to satirize it. So I was okay with that. You do have to go uh, pretty far to make fun of the original Reefer Madness. Yeah. Uh, Alan Cumming is, it was great. I enjoyed his work thoroughly. Um, yeah, I know. I enjoy it like that. Yeah. The musical parts of it aren't the best, but some of the songs are still good. Um, I like that Alan Cumming's character was like talking about hating Shakespeare when the last time we saw Alan Cumming on the podcast was in Titus Andronic in Titus, a movie based on a Shakespearean play. So I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I like it. Well enough. Thank you, Mr. Green, for suggesting it. Unless you suggested the original Reef for Madness, and in that case, uh, we fucked up. True. <laughs> Chris double fucked up. Yes. <laughs> so, what are we watching next week, Chris? Yeah, what are we watching? What are you taking what? fucking I have no idea. It? I'm just going to throw out a movie and hope it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it's uh, Microwave Massacre. Yeah. Suggested by... Uh, Supposed alleged real cousin. Oh, what's the microwave massacre? I've never seen a third of I, that. I have no idea how the first twenty six <laughs> minutes of that movie go. <laughs> like, the... It goes like that until I I message saying, "Hey guys, don't you love how <laughs> marijuana is every kind of drug in this movie?" And you're I, like, "Oh, uh, whoops. funny story." <laughs> I wonder how it starts. <laughs> yeah, well, for a brief moment, both of us were like, "Man, this movie really goes places." Yeah. yeah, and no, I was I mean, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of weird. I just kind of wish we could have had the podcast where you'd watch that, and I would have been like, "Wait, what?" And you guys were like, "Oh, wait, what?" what? <laughs> if you wouldn't have said anything, and it would have just been the regular old "ready, ready," there would have been no idea. It would have been the most confusing fucking thing ever when we started doing the podcast. It would have been the like the first argument in the podcast history. Yeah, that would be pretty funny, but we avoided that, thankfully. No, this um, was what we saw in the movie. I don't know what the hell movie you watched, sir. <laughs> you are the one but that yeah. is stripping. Yeah. But no, we are going to watch, for realsies, <laughs> Microwave Massacre next week. The whole thing? Yeah, this time. Nice. Not like that last fake Microwave Massacre. Unless you pick Microwave Madness like you've tried to call it four times. <laughs> So what if somebody else would like to request a movie that I may or may not watch, depending on how I feel that day? Yeah, we'll pick one. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever it is Chris throws on there. Uh, Slaughterhouse Princess. Facebook? Twitter.com. Slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio and all that mess. Discord, Patreon, and store.slaughterhouseprincess.com Yeah, Troy nodded. I knew I said all those words in the right order. Good job. Well, in, in an order. Well, well, I was hoping that, you know, that was a yes for correct, but... Well, I mean, thank those you for, all are things that exist. Thank you store. for reassuring me that I said words. Discord dot and store dot and patreon dot slaughterhouseprincess.com all exist that's the way i said it yeah yeah so it was right yes
So come back next time for Microwave Massacre. Probably. Or whatever the hell I started. Or microwave Madness, if we can find a movie called that. <laughs> and while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. But it was... It's, I mean, and there's, there's 